Welcome back, lovely people, to season two, episode 17 of the Firebird Nest. I am Dane, one of your honorary hosts for today, along with Gabby Suarez and Maria Macias. And for today, we have the lovely Jonas. He's one of the seniors in FB Digital. Hi, everyone. Today, we are starting a new series that's a little different than what you guys are used to and what we're used to. It'll solely be about us talking about different movies, us giving our honest opinions and our honest reviews. But just a quick heads up. I recommend that you watch the movie before you listen to this. Because, yes, we will be spoiling the movie a little bit. We will be talking about certain scenes that will not be on the movie trade. So I'm just giving you a heads up. For today, we're actually going to be brushing up on Disney's new movie, Soul. We're going to be talking about Soul and how it was made also from the same creators as Inside Out. And it has really similar aspects, so I really recommend watching it. And I can't wait to review it. So I know Jonas has plenty of questions and he has plenty of opinions that he's got based on this movie. But this movie, it's one of those movies that you really, uh, you really have to pay attention to every detail. If you miss a detail, you're going to be confused. And I know because I had to rewatch the movie three yeah, times. 100%. So to give a brief description of the movie before we you know, jump into analyzing it, the movie starts with Joe, who's voiced by Jamie Foxx. And he falls into this open manhole, ending up comatose in a hospital. Basically, the whole movie just revolves around Joe, you know, his little journey, whatever. But something that we should know is that Joe is the first Pixar protagonist with brown human skin and an African-American heritage. So definitely something we should note here. Yes, yeah, it's, de- it's definitely the beginning of history. Um, I know they, at the beginning, they describe his soul as a completely different character, animated little tiny ghost at the beginning. In my opinion, that, so that's when he falls in a coma. I think that is the, like, that's a pretty good way of, describing how it is in a coma um do you understand what i'm saying or no? yeah, yes like so you're basically talking about like the disconnect between your physical i guess your, and your soul mm-hmm. yeah. how hence the name soul yeah <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing to add. <laughs> no i think i think the way they describe it is definitely um very descriptive and i think uh, in general it makes you feel more related to the actual character i think Again, obviously the movie is about the soul, but the way they really showcase how he feels in that movie and how he disconnects from that, it's honestly amazing. And I think it hasn't really been done like that in any other movie where you're you're sort of, um, you know, I mean, a coma in itself is sort of a negative implication. But in a movie like this, they're able to still make it enjoyable for kids to watch and still making it uh, something that's beautiful to watch and something that really flourishes throughout the movie. Yes. They They give it that Disney effect. Yeah. Of course, and uh, there's plenty of messages along this movie that they give. Uh, one message that I really want to touch up on is uh, the amount of drive and passion Joe Gardner has towards his his dream, which is just becoming a jazz musician. No matter how against his mother is, how she's always been like his entire life. His father, who passed, he was his al- he was also a jazz musician, and the this guy. He he wakes up every morning and he he's thinking about jazz and he's thinking about music, and I, I love the way that they they show how how into it he really is, and how he gets into his zone. There's a scene where he's he's playing the piano in literally in his middle school jazz. It's one class. of the opening scenes, yeah. He teaches band and he's playing the piano, and you see him literally transform into a whole other world. And his students actually. Um, before you get into the scene when he's playing the piano, one of his students gets into, into her own world, and then when everything like goes down, and everybody's just watching, it's just kind of like, oh, like no, like I don't like jazz, like no, like stop it. So it's kind of funny to see how, in the environment that she was in, she was able to transport her mind to somewhere else, 
And then when she came back here, all of the judgment kind of like took her with, away from that. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it also showcases how uh, I feel like the, the young sort of see that too. I think for a lot of people to find that passion at such a young age, it's sort of unique and I feel like kind of um, odd for a lot of people. And I think that's why it also showcases, you know, how uh, teenagers tend to be sort of like put off by it or, or yeah. sort of think you're weird or something. And I think that's where like we have like this sort of societal version of, of weird and unique mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what, how it's sort of trying to, to normalize it and say like, no, this person is actually enjoying something and finally discovering what they're maybe going to do for the rest of their life. So uh, yeah, it definitely brings a light to that. Yeah, like like that's good. Like she, when she's tr- playing her little trombone and she goes off in, in her class and everyone's laughing at her and Joe's like, what, do you, what are you guys laughing at? And then yeah. he, he goes into his own zone and they describe that zone so accurate and i don't know <laughs> I, I understand Joan, jonas mentioned earlier before we started recording that he's he never understood that because he's never been in the zone himself i don't know if you guys understand how how that feeling is um i've been in that zone and they describe it perfect like you just your body flow your body just takes over you're not thinking about anything else and like it's just insane how they describe it you go into your own little world your, your soul just disconnects from your body and and it was it was perfect. So going off of what Dane said, you know, going off of the message, how do you guys think we can take that message into account for our own lives? I think that message actually what it revealed to me, at least from the movie, is that um, a passion is not necessarily uh, a certain skill that you possess or a certain activity that you participate in. A passion is something within it's a feeling. Right. And um, feelings change. Right. If feelings are, are sort of something that you uh you know feel momentarily it's not something that that sort of has to stay in one place at one time and i think for me i mean going back to what you said maybe i started not feeling that anymore once i started looking at certain tasks at as my passion instead of uh, that feeling as my passion right so i think um the only way to sort of embrace it is to start chasing after what you want to do in the moment and and what feels right what makes you feel happy instead of chasing what you've been doing for a long time or sort of uh, ch- chasing what feels right according to, to your um, skills or what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm so glad you said that because that is exactly... This is towards the end of the movie. Uh, the, the little Her name is Jerry. She says... Joe asks, he's like, well, isn't 22 Spark... Isn't her spark music? And Jerry's like, no, that that's just her past like to earth. That's not her. That's not going to be her lifestyle. It's just what gets you going. So she... 22 when when he's in well when she's inside joe gardner's body she's like well maybe i'm a good walker or maybe i'm a good uh sky like looking at skies and that's not that's not a lifestyle that's just what gets you going that's what gets you going into your life and that's what gets you started but it's just a spark just your your pass into earth it's it's really not that's not what you're gonna do for the rest of your life like walking is just regular old living quote from joe gardner and i'd also like to bring into account how different this movie is from Inside Out, even though it was made by the same creators. It has the same cute little concept of having little characters based upon like bigger human form characters. But this movie is much more deep, in my opinion, than Inside Out. I feel like Inside Out was more about emotions and feelings and happy, sad, mad, whatever. This goes more into depth into your actual life, the life you want to live, like living life. And there's actually a quote that I want to say which is, um, I'm going to live every minute of it, which is something Joe says in one of the closing scenes. And it, it really goes to show you that you don't know how many minutes you do have. So you have to live every single one. Yeah, and I think in general, the movie touches upon something that um, it's not just, you know, I, again, it, they've done such an amazing job that it's not really just like 
a kid or, or, or a teenage concept where again I feel like inside out sort of is like the yeah. feelings and stuff like that I feel like going through hormones and stuff like that of but um, this is more something that you sort of have to explore throughout your entire life this is something that even people you know in their 60s are yeah, still trying to discover he's already like in his own career path of and course. it's not something he likes he wants to do something else and he goes for it yeah and that's why I think they've done such a brilliant job with, with, the, with the actual theme at hand yeah. because I think anyone at any age can relate to it and get inspired from and i think that's the beauty you know and what they've done um with the, with the theme of, of finding your your soul i guess yeah so speaking about also inside out what would you say i guess for you guys specifically if you guys have seen it um what's the difference of of soul and inside out especially how the characters are portrayed is there anything that you've noticed within a dialogue or maybe um again how they're depicted maybe the storyline itself I haven't watched Inside Out, so I really can't say nothing. Go ahead, Gabby. I feel like with Inside Out, like you guys were saying, I feel like soul is more of a bigger picture kind of thing, more of like whole life, like adults, kids, everyone can relate to it. And then with Inside Out, it's more just like, because Inside Out kind of revolves around Riley, which is the main character, and she's like a tween, teen, I don't know what she was. I don't really remember, yeah. but um, in this movie, I feel like it's more focused on the bigger picture of life more like like you guys said joe was older joe wasn't a kid like joe already had his career and he wanted to you know move on i feel like that's the big difference between the two movies yeah and i even think character wise inside out is more about actual emotions and and every single kind of like little thing every memory every whatnot that happens in your brain this movie focused more on not actual physical like brain it focused on your soul and what you feel inside and not just like emotions of like every single day type thing it was more of a it, i feel like it was inside out in depth you know what i mean like if you took that mm -hmm. concept and made it even deeper and went more about what a person truly is than what they look like yeah and i think in, in more passion instead of like instead of focusing yeah. more on like emotions and like oh i'm happy i'm sad i'm this i'm that they focus more on the passion yeah i think also uh again it's it to some degree it's also spiritual mm -hmm. i mean if we're talking about how the movie begins um they sort of imply a heaven right um they don't necessarily talk about it outright i think it's you can you know uh take whatever you want from it but um to some degree i mean if we're talking about social wise um not everyone believes in heaven or not everyone believes in, in some sort of uh you know uh alternate state of being uh, mm -hmm. especially when we're talking about the soul so i think it's also interesting how they incorporated that because again uh the stairs descending you know toward heaven if, if i can say that um it, it it was very i guess i guess for me seeing it from that perspective it looked more religious um which i wonder if uh people who weren't religious or perhaps had a different religion they believed in I wonder how they feel about that movie or how they feel about mm -hmm. uh, that notion in general because again for us it might you know feel normal or might feel perfect like again Dane said how they described it but for others they might say that it's not necessarily realistic or it doesn't really resemble what yeah. they feel so yeah it's, it's really on how you interpret it just like they never specifically say oh this is death and they say no this is this is the great beyond and you can take it however they just go and they disappear that like, god knows where they go and then there's also the great before and he asked, is this heaven? And they're like, no, this is the great before. So it's a lot of stuff. That it's based on how you interpret it, which uh, this goes perfectly because there's a quote that is said at the end of the movie uh, by, you know, I forgot who it's by, but whatever. The quote is, she says, there's a fish 
there's two fish in the ocean. There's an older fish, there's a younger fish. The younger fish goes up to the older fish and he says, hey, I'm looking for the ocean. Do you know where I can find the ocean? And the older fish goes, what are you saying? Like, this is the ocean. The younger fish is like, no, this right here, this is water. This isn't the ocean. I'm looking for the ocean. That was, <laughs> I heard that and I was like, wow. I want to know what, you're, I want to hear everyone's opinion and different interpretation on that quote just so that you can understand what I'm trying to say. Just think about it a little bit. Just think about it. I mean, the first thing that I think of is how it was the young fish saying that to the older fish. And it wasn't the other way around because I feel like when you're younger, you're more youthful and whatnot. You have a different interpretation than when so many things have already, like so many years of maybe different hardships that you've gone through have broken that for you. So maybe that older fish thinks that that's it. This is the ocean. You know what I'm saying? There's no other way around it. But the younger fish is looking for something more because he hasn't dealt with anything that that older fish has dealt with. So his imagination is so much more grand than what the older fish is really thinking of. So I think it's really cool how it was like the younger fish to the older fish. To some degree, I mean, I, I definitely uh, I see what you mean. And I think um, the way I saw it when I first heard that, I thought that um, it sort of was this um, dissolution between um, reality and expectation, right? Sort of what we expect uh, greatness to be, what we expect that passion to be, that soul to be. And I think uh, that's what it means, sort of like how this younger fish is, is sort of oblivious to what, uh, the reality of it is right like what reaching that uh, that point of, of, of joy and point of a feeling you, like you fulfilled something right and I think again that the older fish was trying to say that hey you know this is basi like basically um, your your reality or your um, imagination of reality of, of, of what that that point is it's a quick reality check it's like yeah this is a kid this is all you got and I think it's it's also it's not just that I think it's sort of trying to, to tell you to find different things within your reality, right? Even if it's, you know, let's say if you're not in the ocean, you're in the pool, but there's certain things about the pool that you can still enjoy, that you can still find freedom in, right? Yeah, you can and make I it think, your ocean. Yeah, and I think I also related to that in terms of immig immigration because, again, I immigrated from Lithuania at age nine, and I had always, even as a kid since, like, six years old, I would always talk about how I wanted to go to the United States and I had this whole vision for it, right? That honestly, in a lot of ways, it wasn't realistic. Mm -hmm. um, and I think coming here, I think that sort of resonated like that quote um, with me because um, it really showed me that life was not much different across. I mean, in many ways it was, but in terms of my feeling, what I felt, it carried it with me. And, and I realized that um, there's still hardships beyond, uh, you know, the, I guess, uh, the great sea. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I think it, it sort of resonated with me too because it made me realize what reality is and, and not just, oh, that it's uh, much uh, sadder than, than what I found it to be, but more so that um, I need to look for ways how to make myself happy within my reality and stop trying to reach beyond the stars because at the end of the day, this is what I have. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with what Maria said about the whole the young fish hasn't gone through enough to know. I feel like young kids have such a big imagination. I myself, I have a nine-year-old brother, and then I also have a 22-year-old brother. So like they both, obviously, their mindsets are completely different. And then there's me in the middle. So I feel like I kind of understand my younger brother, but I also understand, you know, my older brother. And it's just, you can see different mindsets throughout people's ages. Like that older fish doesn't have the imagination that the young fish has. The young fish has the water and he has the ocean. 
the older fish just knows the ocean. He just knows he's there. But yeah. the younger fish is like, oh, there's so much, you know, to this. It's more than just, you know, the water or just the ocean. There's just everything. Yeah, the, the reason why I said that quote, that quote was said by uh, Dorothy Williams, which is the musician that's Joe Gardner. That, that's his idol. That's who he, yeah, looks, he up looks up to. to. Apart from his father, of course. Yes, and he finally gets the gig that he's looking for, and it goes great, and they're, they're leaving, and he's like, well, this is all that I've ever dreamt of, and it's not, I thought it would feel different. And she's basically saying, like, this is it. This is <laughs> you like, have to make you, it. If you, if you want more, you got to go and get more. I think that's, that's how I understood it. And this is your passion. That, like, keep going. Yeah, I feel like all of us have the same, like, thought process in a way. We're just definitely, like, thinking of it different. Because I do agree with Jonas that, you know, I, like, what I took from what Jonas just said was that just because you are somewhere where you thought was going to be amazing and it isn't, it doesn't mean that it can't be amazing. You're the one who has to make it amazing. Yeah. The same thing when it's like, okay, like, I really wanted chocolate. And then I got my chocolate. And then I'm like, okay, I want more. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't just stop there. You know what I'm saying? You have to make yourself. Yeah, and I think, and he, she said it to him specifically because he felt like he, to some degree, I think he overestimated the excitement that he would generally feel living his dream, um, which was obviously going to uh, the jazz place and stuff like that. But she kind of brought him back to reality and said, this is what we do. You know, this is, this is our passion. And I think that... Um, Sometimes he, he was chasing it so much throughout the entire movie. I mean, if we're going back to the plot, mm -hmm. he was almost risking another person's chance at a life for that dream. And when he actually got to that reality, he realized that that wasn't passion, I think. And that was the pivotal moment where he realizes, oh, no, me playing piano is not passion in itself. It's not, it's not where my soul lies. It's just what happens to be that he's good at, right? But what puts soul into his passion is him. It's only can only yeah. be derived from him. It's his spark, not his lifestyle, which is what I said <laughs> at the beginning. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to go into the character 22. 22 is a lost soul that is in the great before. And she she doesn't she's just been there since basically day one. And she has no will to go and live on Earth like everyone else should have. And she, she, just, she can't find her spark. And Joe Gardner, when he gets stuck in the great before, uh, Joe Gardner is paired as her mentor. Basically, you have to help her find her spark so she can get her past to Earth. And the reason I brought up 22 is because 22, originally, she couldn't find her spark. Like, no mentor could find her spark. So she, had, she thought really living wasn't for her. Until... This was all just until she was thrown out there on Earth by accident because she she had she didn't want to, and she lived in a human body for like what a few hours, and she realized she's like, I love it. Wow, th like this is dope. <laughs> this is like I like walking. She's picking up lollipops. She's at the at the barber shop, just in, enjoying like the little aspects of life. And I really think. That's a, like that's just another message based on how you interpret it. And I'm sure like plenty of people disagree with me, but I'm gonna say I think it's it's really you don't know how could you know what your your reason for living, I guess you could say, or your 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 passion is if you don't go out there and throw yourself out there and experience everything, if you just stay ignorant then I mean you're gonna be locked up in your in your little great before, however you wanna call it. 
it's funny because we take those things for granted and it's so simple as like looking at a leaf and like seeing seasons change and things tiny things like that that might not be your passion but they make you happy at the moment and they're kind of cute little things that like remind you of different moments in your life and when she's going through those things and breathing the air and looking up at the clouds and looking at the leaves it's things that we do every single day and we don't think twice about in our bodies because the whole point is that she's going into a whole body and she used to be a soul and she couldn't do those things and it's funny how we just we do that every day and we don't even think twice about it so i want to go ahead before we wrap this episode up um ask you three gabby jonas dane what is something that you thought was so cool about the movie that you want everybody listening to take out or everybody who ends up watching the movie to take out of it well personally i think uh what i said before um realize that a passion or whatever brings your soul out is not necessarily a task don't make it a task i think the minute you make anything a task in itself it's going to drain that passion out of you. Realize that passion is a feeling and feelings change. Um, so try to pursue your feeling, whatever feels right, and and really live up to, to what makes you feel happy at life instead of trying to fulfill some prophecy that you feel you have to fit within. Jonas, that, that was perfect. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's, it's not really, I have to do this because my parents want me to do this. It's what you want to do in yourself. You have to find it in yourself. What comes to you naturally. It's not... Oh, I have to become a carpenter because my dad's a carpenter, and like I have to be like my dad. No, it's you. You got to find it in yourself. Yeah, like Joe, because his dad was a musician, and then he became a musician, and he kind of led up to that legacy. I think we can. I think we can all agree that um, that the main thing that we want everyone to take from this movie is the drive, like the drive that Joe had to try and you know get to where he wanted to be. I think everyone should take that from this movie, apply it to their lives, apply it to their passions, and. You know, not have the the, the that twenty two had where you know, oh, life is just stupid. No, you know, even walking is exciting sometimes. The only thing I really want people to take from the podcast and from the movie is to appreciate life, because you don't know when it's gonna be taken out of your hands, because that isn't a choice that you have. So I feel like definitely live every moment and look at the little things, things that you do every single day, and be like, you know what, it's so cool that I got to do this today, because you don't know if you're gonna do it tomorrow. And I guess also for younger people who are always trying to seek their passion and find a specific thing to do in their life uh, i mean obviously like uh, like me and dane and gabby obviously are like going into the college search and trying to find that major or whatever i think don't look at it as uh trying to find your passion instead try to look at it as something that will lead you to find a feeling that em- embraces that spark right and it doesn't have to be your major at the end of the day what you're going to end up working in 10 years might be completely different from what you really think or wh- what you even study in college so i think Uh, In general, just enjoy life, and that's it. 100%. Okay, I hate to wrap this up, um, but I really want to thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, It's been a real good pleasure. Thank you, Jonas, for being our guest this week. Yes, 100%. And just make sure to check out Dural Academy Prep's social media. Our Instagram is Dural Academy Prepatory. Our TikTok is Dural Academy. And, of course, our wonderful blog is thefbdigital.com. Thank you guys so much for watching. And we hope to catch you next week on the Firebird Nest.